Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Know someone who doesn't get into the holiday spirit? Why, they must be a Grinch. With his green fur, scowling face, and heart that was two sizes too small, the fictional figure of the Grinch leapt into the American consciousness from his miserly home atop Mount Crumpet in 1957 with the publication of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. He's lived on in vintage cartoons, full-length motion pictures, and merchandise ever since. But did the Grinch have a real-life doppelganger? Surprisingly, yes. And more surprisingly, it was probably his creator, Dr. Seuss. Theodore Seuss Geisel, under the pseudonym Dr. Seuss, wrote and illustrated dozens of books, including How the Grinch Stole Christmas. His creative works for children were initially met with lukewarm commercial success, but Dr. Seuss's exploration and refinement of his craft coincided with the mid-20th century educational evolution of children's reading material. Imagine being a learning-to-read student, pro-offered a time-worn Dick and Jane series, and then suddenly encountering a colorful page-turner like Seuss's Cat in the Hat with its inventive illustrations and lyrical rhymes. This is exactly what occurred for nearly an entire generation of students who were learning to read. Rather than learning whole words from repetition, which was the Dick and Jane approach, Dr. Seuss's Cat in the Hat book helped lay the foundation for an approach that was based on phonics and emphasized making reading more fun. The Cat in the Hat became Dr. Seuss's first commercial hit, and the book sold more than a quarter of a million copies by Christmas of 1957. Before long, it was joined by another Christmas miracle. Over the course of a few short weeks, the story of the Grinch practically poured from Dr. Seuss's pen. It was, he said in a 1957 interview with Red Book Magazine, the easiest book of my career to write. And he said it was so easy because he only needed to look in the mirror for inspiration— he told Redbook, quote, I was brushing my teeth on the morning of the 26th of last December when I noted a very Grinchish countenance in the mirror. It was Seuss. Something had gone wrong with Christmas, I realized, or more likely with me. So I wrote the story about my sour friend, the Grinch, to see if I could rediscover something about Christmas that obviously I had lost. If that wasn't proof enough, on the occasion of unveiling Dr. Seuss's commemorative and posthumous U.S. Postal Service stamp in 2003, his stepdaughter, Lark Gray Diamond Cates, remarked that, quote, Grinch was Ted on his bad days. And the author and his wife drove a vehicle with the vanity license plate showcasing just one word, Grinch. By the way, Science has been thinking about the Grinch's heart. You know, how it started off two sizes too small and then grew three sizes in a single day. Pretty unusual for most beings. But cardiologist Dr. David Cass theorized on All Things Considered that perhaps Grinches are related to the Burmese python. Burmese pythons grow an additional 40% of the muscle mass of their hearts in the two days following a big meal so that they can pump more blood through their bodies, thus enabling digestion. Afterwards, their hearts shrink back down with no harm to the snake. And the Grinch is certainly slithery. Today's episode was written by L'Oreal Dove and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics that are at least as charming as an eel, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 